Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is May 10th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block, which is Doctrine and Covenants, sections 49 and 50. But before we continue on with section 49, I wanted to clarify something that we talked about yesterday. If you'll remember, we talked about verse 2 of Doctrine and Covenants 49, which is talking about the Shakers. And he says that they desire to know the truth in part, but not all. We talked about how important it is to embrace all of truth. Embrace truth wherever we can find it, yes, but to also embrace all of the truth in the gospel of Jesus Christ. How it's not trail mix that we can pick and choose what pieces that we want, but that we need to embrace and accept all of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, that is true, and I believe that that's true. However, the way I said it, I think, makes it sound like an all-or-nothing mentality. Like if we can't accept something in the church or a piece of something, then we just have to scrap it all together. That, my friends, is not at all the case, and I hope that that's not what you heard as I spoke yesterday. Yes, ideally, we seek to have all truth of the gospel confirmed in our hearts. But if you are not there yet... If there's a doctrine here or there that you still don't understand or even fully believe, there is still a place for you here in the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is not all or nothing. We do seek to understand truth, and we do seek to have all truth confirmed, but it is not all or nothing. The important part is that we just continue to keep seeking truth and seeking faith. Remember the story of the man in the New Testament who brought his child to be healed by the Savior? Christ said to him that if he could just believe that all things were possible, Christ, knowing that the man's faith wasn't perfect, knowing that he had struggles, didn't throw the man out, and he didn't chastise him for his lack of faith. Instead, he invited him to believe. The Savior stands at the head of this church, inviting us to come unto him, and inviting us to believe even and especially those who may struggle. Again, my friends, there is a place for you. Always in the gospel of Jesus Christ, there is a place for you. In fact, this section is a perfect example of how Christ teaches and approaches those who struggle to understand doctrine. Remember, this section is given to the prophet about the Shaker doctrine, but he doesn't start tearing down the Shaker's beliefs. He doesn't say, and look at the Shakers, they're wrong because they believe X, Y, and Z. He doesn't seek to destroy faith. Rather, he declares eternal truths, and he invites all to build their faith. Just like the quote that we read from President Hinckley yesterday. Remember, he said, We say to the people, in effect, you bring with you all the good that you have, and then let us see if we can add to it. That is what the Lord is trying to do here in this section. He's not saying, okay, shakers, you're awful, horrible people, and you're completely wrong. He's saying, let me see if I can help you add to the faith that you have. Let me declare my doctrine. So let's take a look at verse 5. Verse 5 says, Thus saith the Lord, For I am God, and have sent mine only begotten Son into the world for the redemption of the world, and have decreed that he that receiveth him shall be saved, and he that receiveth him not shall be damned. And then seeking to clarify some beliefs that the Shakers had, Remember, they believed that the second coming of Christ had already happened and that Christ had returned to the earth as a woman. He says, I, the Lord God, have spoken it, but the hour and the day no man knoweth, neither the angels in heaven 
nor they that know until he comes. You see how he isn't tearing down belief, but rather he's teaching true doctrine and inviting others to know truth. Something that I love in verse 5, it says that Jesus Christ was sent into the world for the redemption of the world. So to buy the world back. And then it says, and have decreed that he that receiveth him shall be saved and he that receiveth him not shall be damned. Now, those are some really interesting terms because oftentimes in the church, we don't speak of the afterlife as being saved and damned. That's very common in other Christian vernacular, but it's not super common in Latter-day Saint vernacular, mainly because we don't believe in the same afterlife thought as other Christian religions do. We don't believe in a traditional heaven and hell like other Christian religions do. We believe that God has prepared a place of glory for all his children. So I like to take a look at these words that he uses here and examine them a little more. First of all, it says, he that receives Christ shall be saved. Now that word receives is really interesting. Oftentimes when we hear the word to receive, we're thinking of receiving something, receiving a gift, receiving mail. But a different definition that I love for the word receive is when we receive a person. To receive a person means that we're welcoming someone. If I were to receive someone into my home, it means that I'm welcoming them into my home. It means that I'm embracing them. It means that I want them there. I love that when we're talking about receiving Christ. Are we receiving him in that way? Do we welcome him into our homes, into our lives, into our conversations? Elder Ballard once said, we must keep Christ at the center of our lives at all times and in all places. We receive him. We bring him in and we make him the center of our lives. President Monson then promises, as we make Christ the center of our lives, our fears will be replaced by the courage of our convictions. So as we receive him, as we welcome him into our lives and make him feel welcome there, we are given this promise of salvation, that we can be saved, saved from sin, saved from death. He has the ability to give us all and to free us from all sin and sadness. That idea of being saved is absolutely beautiful and incredible, and it comes as we welcome Christ into our lives. But let's take a look at this other part. It says, he that receiveth him not shall be damned. Again, interesting terminology. We don't often say that. We don't usually say, oh, we're damned because we don't really believe in that traditional hell. But I love the idea when you think about a dam, think about a big lake and a big dam on that lake. What is that dam doing? It's blocking the progression of that water to continue down somewhere. Oftentimes there's a dam keeping water from continuing down a river. As we reject the Savior, as we refuse to welcome him into our lives, it does the same thing for us. Now, do we believe that it means that we're going to be damned to hell where we're going to be poked with fire and a thousand little devils for eternity? No, no, that is not our definition of damned. Rather, when we talk about being damned, it means that our progression is being halted. Our desire, our purpose is to progress in this life and in the next to become more like the Savior, to progress to perfection. But when we reject him, when we reject his grace, 
when we reject his mercy, when we reject his enabling power to make us better and to make us more, our progress, both now in this life and in the eternities, is damned. It's halted, and we cannot continue forward. Elder Christofferson taught that God's ultimate purpose is our progress. He gave his life so that we could progress. And as we welcome him, as we accept him, and as we make him the center of our lives, our progression can continue. Elder Uchtdorf said, Jesus Christ suffered and died for you and me. He broke open the gates of death, shattered the barriers that separated friends and loved ones, and brought hope to the hopeless, healing to the sick, and deliverance to the captive. My friends, that is what the Savior has done for us. That is what His saving grace can do for us. As we accept Him, as we welcome Him, and as we make Him feel welcome in our lives, He gives us the opportunity to progress, to bring us hope, to bring us healing, and ultimately, to bring us deliverance. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.